The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet. But do not fret, chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show, Hope. Uh, it's a Thursday morning here in downtown Corinth, and a beautiful Thursday morning. The high is supposed to be in maybe the low 80s today. Uh, next week, it looks like maybe in the 70s, so hey, uh, the last couple of days, it felt like summertime again, but maybe uh, fall is uh, here, and yeah, and man, it is uh, it is super nice today, and we're excited excited about today's show. I was listening to our uh, our music right there that everybody needs a little hope, Bobby, and uh, you know I heard one time you can live so long without oxygen, you can live so long without water, so long without food, but you can't live very long without hope. And that's what we are. We're uh, our show is hope. We hope we encourage you today with it, with some words. And uh, I'm here with Bobby Caps, uh, the lead biblical counselor of Crosswind Ministries. Bobby, is that your title now? I'll take it. We're we're just glad to have you back, Bob. Yeah, we didn't, we yeah. Didn't know if you <laughs> yeah gave up on us. Well, yeah. we enjoyed Kenny Digby last week. It was oh a good, yeah, yeah, good story. Yeah. He's had. A, speaking of. Our topic today, he's had a lot of suffering in his life. And so yeah, and, uh, to hear him and, and some things he brought out that even, you know, with his from his first wife getting killed and his son dying and stuff. So it, it was a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Jackson is the program director of the Freedom Center. Yeah, whenever we got to leave here, guys, we got to carry Kenny with us yesterday or last Thursday, and it was a it was a great day. We had a great day all day Thursday. We yeah, got three powerful messages. We got him. three more events. We had four count yeah. radio. Yeah, so, so we, our guys got challenged. Kenny was looking Kenny. for someone to speak at four o'clock. Oh, he had a little break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're excited. Uh, I'm Tommy Wilson. I am the director of Living Free Ministries, and uh, been in the community a long time along with my friend Bobby Caps. Bobby's been in this community a long time. Wesley has been part of our team now three, four years. Going on four. And, uh, and he is, like I said, the program director there at the uh, Freedom Center. And I, I was thinking this week, Wesley, and uh, we get to do a lot of what we do, and Bobby does too because of the community support. Mm-hmm. And uh, support. What what when you support Living Free, when you support Crosswind, when you support the Freedom Center, we we want to take a, just a minute on some things that you support. We want to share we some things you support, Wesley. I, I really I know I didn't tell you this before, but I want you to tell them kind of where you was at Monday, where you was at uh, Wednesday. I mean, yeah, uh, okay, so. So it's been a pretty busy week. Got probably five phone calls of different guys looking to get into programs on uh, Monday. Carried a guy, had to be in Searcy, Arkansas by 8 o'clock Monday morning. So struck out early about daylight Monday morning to help a guy get some help. Was dealing with some court stuff. And uh, that was one thing. Uh, Tuesday was sort of seamless. Not a lot going on. Had a, had a guy call about a program. Wednesday, I was in Nashville at 7.30 dropping a guy off at a program. Had two other guys where it almost worked out for to get them in the same program the same day. Got back home, got a call from a mother on my way back from Nashville yesterday, and uh, you know, she was just in distress. Hopeless is probably the word I'd say. Her son was in a spot where you know, was talking about bodily harm, and uh, man, it it just broke me. So there was the rest of my day. I I went and found him, uh, talked to another program, not a place usually that we're in contact with. First time I dealt with them any, but got something lined up to get him to that uh, 
to that place on Monday. So that, that was what Monday through Wednesday looked like. Had about uh, five guys we got to help direct. Yeah. And uh, along with all of that, then, you know, the everyday work of the Freedom Center. Freedom Center. Mm-hmm. And you got, you got some days where things just click. And, man, you got some days where it's tough. And, you know, over the last few days, the several days now, about the last eight or ten days have been tough. We've had two or three guys mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just didn't work out at the Freedom Center. Well, that was it. That was it. Sometimes it don't just go like we had hoped, but... It's part of the journey, right? Yeah, that's it. And uh, yesterday also, we was able to get a guy to the Home of Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Corey went to the Home of Grace, so we want to pray for Corey. And that day, we've got uh, another guy at the Home of Grace. His name is Michael. We've had another guy at the Home of Grace that's got some medical problems. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, we want to say this. If a person can't come to the Freedom Center for whatever reason, we're going to get you in some place. Yeah. And whether it's at the Home of Grace that's in Van Cleve, Mississippi, whether it's the Nashville Rescue Mission in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, and we've got five, six guys up there right now. Uh, we get some folks down to Tupelo within a work program, Transformation Ranch. We've got some uh, good places in Birmingham we can take people to, we, especially women. We've got a place in uh, Russellville, Alabama that we uh, got a guy in yesterday called the Dream Center, our friend uh, Sean Rutherford and mm-hmm. Brother Warren and stuff. So when you can't come to the Freedom Center for whatever reason, whether it's the finances or just uh, we feel like you're a local guy and you need to be away from here we're going to get you somewhere yeah and bobby uh talk a minute about what you do at crosswind when a person supports crosswind uh you you i mean your day is about filled up with counseling i'm sure sure yeah my day but also brett's you know brett for instance this morning i'm what if you're supporting crosswind you're you're uh you know uh you're supporting a guy who right now is in the prisons helping people uh, work through uh, problems, doing uh, group counseling in the prisons who will be back. And we do group counseling, you know, uh, and, and, and individual counseling, not only for the uh, Freedom Center, but also for Living Free and, and, and at Crosswind in the prisons and, and, uh, and then individual counseling where people just, they're, they're, they're stuck, they're upside down, they need help, they, they uh, don't know what to do next, and there's some place to come. And Brett and I are both seminary trained, certified biblical counselors, and, and uh, our, our, uh, our, you know, it's full. The schedule's yeah. full. And then... You know, and then people that come to our front door and they just need help with, uh, you know, getting a birth certificate. Uh, they need uh, some resources, some ideas. They're homeless and they need okay. to get connected to grants. And, and also, you know, just outreach in the community and staying connected and making sure that we're supporting, you know, uh, children after school. And, and a lot of people do this, the Boys and Girls Club and, and Gary's uh, ministry at the Lighthouse, but we also do, and we do homework clubs in the neighborhoods. And so make sure that kids, you know, have homework clubs. So when you're supporting, you know, you're really investing uh, in the brokenness of your community uh, and in people that help people that are broken. Same like with you guys, and and um, w- whether it be Living Free or the Freedom Center, um, we're just uh, what we're trying to do is to take guys who are in trouble, uh, families that are in trouble, and uh, uh, by God's grace and through God's word and by God's spirit, uh, restore them uh, to health and return them to the community uh, so that they can be productive and, and uh, members of the community. Well, that, you know, Bobby, I'm the new guy to the community, I guess I would say. Y'all been here 20 years, Tommy, 15 for you. And I just have to applaud this community for the support they give to the local outreach ministries and how the ministries work together. You know, I see Crosswind and Living Free working in such close proximity to help hurting people and the friendship that that's kind of birthed between you and Tommy and and others in the local community. I mean, it's pretty amazing from where I'm sitting to just to be part of it and kind of to watch that thing grow. And, uh, you, you know, you don't see that everywhere. So got to applaud the local community for the support that's able to make all this happen and come together. Yeah. 
Well, one of the things that we don't, one of the things that it, when you're in a small community, you can silo yourself off and say, well, I'm just this. But the truth is there's so much overlap between all of our ministries that we need each other. We know we do. So we just, you can decide to kind of like, you know, put lines between you or you can just all throw in and help each other well, and that's what we've chosen to do in Corinth is just to say look I mean I don't care what you know what your not-for-profit is I know yeah. you have to do your own fundraising and I've got to do mine and you know and all this kind of stuff but it doesn't matter we're all throwing in to help our community um, find Jesus and walk in stable healthy lives well, one of the things that, you know, I've never talked to you guys about this, but Tommy's usually the guy that helps people get into programs. Two years ago, I had a little cousin who was in jail in Hardin County, had lost her kids, was dealing with drug addiction, and I actually found myself reaching out to Brett. And Brett knew a, a lady, was on part of a board down at a place called Mission of Hope in Mobile, Alabama. Got my little cousin in rather quick, got her down there. Now she has both of her kids back living with her down there. Her and the guy that she married actually run the Mission of Hope, the day-to-day operation. So, I mean, it's just a picture of how the ministries well, and, and, and to, and to the answer Tom, that yeah, comes through and that. to answer Tommy's original question. So, when you're supporting yes, us, yes. what you're doing is getting what you what the end of that is is that you're cousin got her kids back and is now stable and when and because all those things were in place Uh to where she could just be cared for real quick and efficiently you know and you know all that you know it's just what we're here for doing what we do all the time people want to know the numbers of the success and and there's a success yeah well guys we're gonna have a tough subject Uh, we're gonna talk about trauma today uh, we're going to talk about what trauma looks like, how to walk through the process of trauma. Uh, I, we talk about support. We wanted to open this show up just saying thank you. And for the ones that look to support us, you can go on any of our web pages, Crosswind, Living Free, or Freedom Center, and give, or you can track us down. But I want to, uh, you know, the people that support this radio show allows us to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we're very thankful for them. Uh, Wesley, run through them right quick. Yeah, we got Gatlin's Pharmacy and Tishomingo. We're thankful for Barton Dawn. Uh, Wilco Real Estate Group, your wife Maria, she supports the show. We're thankful, Maria. Uh, Nick Bain's Law Office, Crosswind Ministry, Living Free Ministries, and Daniel Author and the local subways. Yeah, our local subways, we eat there about every day right now with that mm-hmm. flatbread uh, on the diet we're on, but... Man, Subway's been a big part of my journey for the last 25 years, and I'm thankful for Daniel and his family. We're going to take a break. We're coming back to talk about trauma. It's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. 
Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they're way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here on Highway 72 in Corinth. Summer's come and gone, but what hasn't gone is the deals at our store. We have recliners, $1.99. Lift chairs always on sale, adjustable beds on sale, mattresses on sales. Don't forget, we are your inflatable place for your fall parties and now we're your local U-Haul dealer. Listen, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show here. We're downtown uh, at the Super Talk uh, radio station with our friend, Dr. Phil. Bobby, I want to talk about a tough subject today. I want to talk about trauma. It's something we talk about a lot, but I hear on your everyday streets and uh, maybe even in the church house, we don't talk about trauma a whole lot. Uh, what, what is trauma, Bobby? How would you define trauma? So, well, let, it's just something really bad that happens to you. I mean, it's the simplest way to say it. Something really bad that happens to you. And, and uh, so, but let me, let me tell you where we hear about it a lot. And, and the, the normal culture is learning a little bit more about it. But where, one of the places that you'll hear about it a lot is the, in the term PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. And so let me just, maybe I can describe what we're talking about just using that an acronym. Yeah. So post means after a trauma, after something really bad happens, my psyche can't handle it, so I get stressed, right? So, like, my mind doesn't know what to do with what just happened, right? I mean, sometimes things that happen really change me, you know? And uh, they really, like, I don't know who I am when it's over, and I don't know who the world is when it's over. Some things that happen, but even a small thing like having a car wreck or something, right? I have stress. The disorder part is, is that if I don't resolve the trauma properly, and this is where the Bible comes in, and this is where God comes in, and this is where biblical counseling comes in, if I don't resolve the trauma properly, and a good grandma comes in, by the way, if I don't resolve the trauma properly, then I don't resolve it. And if I don't resolve it, then the stress, like begins to set up a whole new way of seeing the world that's the disorder part right is this this the stress the unresolved stress from the trauma the trauma's over but but what it did to me and how it changed me isn't so like let me give you an example of it so let's say i was sexually abused when i was a kid right by the way males are females and for those of you who are listening uh, as many, almost as many males get sexually abused as females. And not quite as many, but you'd be surprised. And so if I was sexually abused when I was a kid, almost always it's a close family member uh, or a close family associate, a friend. So imagine this. Before the abuse happened, I thought the world was safe. I thought people valued me. I didn't even know that I needed to be valued. It was like everybody smiled and I ran up into everybody's arms and I gave Uncle Jimmy a hug every time I saw him. But then what happens is when I get abused by Uncle Jimmy, I begin to immediately see the whole world different. 
the world's not safe anymore. Maybe something's wrong with me. Why would he do that to me? And, and it's like the lens that I have is completely changed after the abuse. Well, that's because when, I, when the abuse happened, unless I have somebody that will come and run around me and restore me and tell me about it. No, it wasn't you, honey. It was Uncle Jimmy. He sinned. And, and you know what I mean? And I can, unless I come around, unless I have people that will come around me, and the problem with things like sexual abuse is that I'm so ashamed of them that I hide. And we see that in the scripture, right? I was ashamed and I hid all the way back to the garden. And, and so that I don't actually get that abuse processed properly. And so then all of a sudden I'm 30 years old acting out and um, I find out that, well, I never got, I never processed what happened to me when I was eight. So that's an example of it. Well, and also, uh, so you would say trauma is probably a response to some tragic event in your life. That Well, that's the trauma is on. the event. The PTSD, the stress is yeah. the response to it, right? Okay. But the trauma is just so the bad thing that happened. Whether you just said that sometimes we shove it and hide it. So a lot of times people can't even see it in us. But sometimes we get, begin to act out, and uh, you're starting to look why we're acting out. Yeah. So, so this this trauma that's always going to come into your life. Uh, well, and I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. There was a book written recently. You've read it, and and the book was attacking a, a way that we look at people when they're acting out, and we say, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. And instead of saying, "What happened to you." Right. Because if I realize when somebody's acting out that something happened to them, instead of thinking, you know, what's wrong with you? If I'm asking a different question, which is what happened to you, I may get back to the problem and then be able to help them. And that book is uh, written by Dr. Bruce Perry, who is probably the leading guy in America. Bobby, me and you over the years. And I was just sitting here thinking of how we got on this subject. How many years ago? Ten, least, 12? Yeah, 12. Maybe. 12 years maybe ago, we, we started. We were sending so many people to programs and helping people get into places, residential programs, and they'd come back, and they were still in a big mess. And we was trying, what, what's going on with these folks? And, uh, you know, and then we started looking uh, at, at, at some studies. And some of the people we studied was like Bruce Perry, uh, what's the uh, the uh, lady out of California? What's her name? Do you remember the yep. Dr. Nadine Burke Harris? Dr. Nadine Burke Harris, who may be as smartest person on the planet. I, I don't. Well, know. she's like the California's Attorney General or yeah. something. And and uh, and and uh, her and her dad was actually from another country, country and is the leading medical person in the whole country and she put this study and, together that called ace yeah and, and it, it was really and, and the aces if you think about that was adverse childhood experiences another yeah. essentially how many what different categories of trauma did you suffer when you were a child and you don't even think about it i, I was thinking about tommy even in our rehab even death don't think don't don't i want you you guys that are listening to think about this and if you didn't work through the death of your child if you didn't work through the death of your spouse if you didn't work through the death of your dad if you didn't work through the death of your mom many Several of the guys we were talking about this morning before the show, several of the guys that have been in the Freedom Center, their core trauma of their life was the death of a loved one, a child, a wife, a mother, you know what I mean? A so, death of a loved one. So, Bobby, it, uh, it could be, and going back to uh, Nadine Burks Harris, her study showed that she found out that the kids, the the way the scoring was was on the ace was no different with the folks that was in the poor community, the rich community, the middle class community. She it said that she finally realized that every community had this problem, and it was going back to childhood trauma, mm. and that's a word that we use a lot, childhood trauma and and things. But Bobby, it it's not only in childhood. 
That's no, because bad things happen to us when we're adults, too. Yeah. And if Maybe we don't I, know how to work through them, I mean, you would think that you would think that it, it, the reason childhood trauma is such a big deal is that I really don't have. And this is a first Corinthians 13 speaks to this. It says, when I was a child, I thought as a child and I reasoned as a child. But and, and so there's a there's a way that a child reasons that before they hit puberty is a whole different way that they reason because the prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed yet. And hor- the the hormones that come from puberty uh, begin to develop the brain and, the, and it develops a reasoning part of the brain. And so what happens is if a child, if a trauma happens to me when I'm a child, it actually has a deeper and longer effect. That's why we make such yeah. a big deal about it. When the and we done a study with Dr. Paul Hegstrom and, and went through a lot of his stuff. And he said uh, one of the things about trauma, and he was talking about childhood trauma, the earlier in life, the younger you are. Like if, if me and Wesley, uh, same thing happened to us, but it happened to me at two-year-old and it happened to Wesley at eight-year-old, it was going to be a lot deeper wound in the two-year-old. So earlier their age, the deeper the wound. And that always stood out to me. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's trauma that that one-time event. Maybe uh, I, we was in a car wreck and my brother yeah, got killed. Yeah, I, I uh, am counseling a group of guys down in Meridian and uh, Mississippi. And one of the guys uh, got in a fight and they uh, strapped him to a, a uh, railroad and he got run over by a train. The train literally severed his leg way up by his hip. And so imagine not only waiting for the train to run you over, the terror of that, but then having the train run you over, you know what I mean? And then having to be, you know, airlifted without a leg and the whole thing. I mean, let, let me just help you. Dude experience trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then so you've got that one-time event that might have happened in your life. Then you've got events that was ongoing, mm-hmm. where maybe when you was a kid, uh, someone that was supposed to be the safe environment was doing harm to you. Yeah, so, and that could be a lot of different types of harm. Like right. even even these soft versions of harm, like neglect, we think that oh well, that's not a big deal. It traumatizes a child if you constantly neglect them because they begin to ask, the well, something's dad, wrong with me. Yeah, the, the absence of a father, the absence of a mother, um, the uh, you know, I I have a a, a a person who I love that that uh, she says that her very much and very close to me and and her life memory was sitting there waiting on her dad to pick and pick her up yeah being excited him building it up all week and then him never showing up let me give i want to give a verse also we're talking about trauma today if you've got a comment or you've got something you want to say to us we got a text line only 662-603-9829 at 662-603-9829. Uh, if you want to uh, listen online sometime, if, if, if you want to go back and catch this show later, it's going to be on our podcast show uh, page, on our webpage, livingfreecorrent.com. Listen, I, I want to give you a verse. It's out of Psalms 34, and the scripture says this, 3418, uh, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. And saves those who are crushed in spirit. There's our hope. No matter where you've been, no matter what kind of trauma you've been through, uh, the Lord is near the brokenhearted. He saves those crushed in spirit. And saves, remember, like we're in the South, so save. It, it means rescues. I mean, it means He rescues you. you I mean, you're, you don't think that you can put your life back together, but the Lord rescues those who are crushed in their spirit. Yes. And, and, uh, and we're, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about the healing process and, and, and how to get started in that, Bobby. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center, and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show here this morning. Uh, we're, uh, we're downtown Corinth on a beautiful Thursday morning, and it feels like fall, and uh, it's just a nice day, going to be a nice day. Thank you, Lord, for that. Listen, uh, we're talking about a tough subject today. We're talking about trauma. Uh, we've looked at a lot of scripture, and even if you look at Paul's life, Paul went through trauma. Even his conversion was a big trauma moment, you know. Uh, if he, you was look be- at, he was beaten, you know, yeah. all the times he was beaten, 40 lashes or 39 yeah. lashes. But he, uh, so, and if we'd be honest, if you'd be honest with yourself, whether you're going down the road or you're at work or where, where you're at today, if we'd be honest with yourself, we've all been through some sort of trauma. Uh, you know, my mom and dad got a divorce when I was young. I, I didn't, I didn't really know the impact of that till later in life. And uh, you know, and then now with the opportunity to uh, work with other people, I see things in their life. I, Bobby, trauma probably is not my fault today, but my response and uh, the way I process my healing is my my respons- responsibility responsibility yeah. i'm not responsible for, for what, what happened, happened to, to me that's right you know the whether it was a divorce or my dad was never in my life or me and my mom never got along or you know what if somebody molested me somebody touched me when i was a kid things like that i got to realize that's not my fault but that's now right. at some point in my life i got to take responsibility i'm not going to allow that event to determine who I am today. That's right. To shape and, the rest of your life. And to shape, and it will. And it primarily operates in this mechanism. There's no, what happens is I rewire almost immediately for it never to happen again. So, like for instance, let's say that a guy with a green shirt and a bald head uh, hurt me. Well. There's something in me that says, if you see a guy with a green shirt and a bald head, 
you better get your alert system going and you better stay on alert because that guy might hurt you. More probably, it's along these lines. If a person that's an authority figure hurts you, you will not trust authority figures because what you'll determine, your survival system says, I have to keep myself from being hurt again by authority figures. Now, let me tell you where spiritually that goes awry. First of all, you conclude wrongly that all authority figures and authorities wrong. Well, of course, God gave us authority to help us, right? And to organize our lives and keep everything in order. So here's the other piece. So you'll conclude that wrong. Here's the other thing. We immediately begin to think that my safety is my responsibility. When the Bible says it's the Lord who's my refuge. It's the Lord who's my strength. It's the Lord who's the very present help in time of trouble. And so I don't rely on the Lord. I rely on me. And I and my psyche will wire itself. This is called the natural man. My psyche will wire itself immediately to set up a whole bunch of defenses to keep from being hurt again. It's my whole defense system. I have a whole endocrine system that is functions around this defense system. I have this whole system that sets up. And so what and and ultimately what it breaks down to is this. Let me make this very simple. I will see something over here that reminds me of when I was hurt. And they call that a trigger, by the way. I'll just make an association. The brain associates, like if the guy was driving a black pickup and I see a black pickup the brain associates black pickup and immediately takes my alert system and says there's danger there's potential danger protect yourself right and so what happens is is that you're living through life like for instance the girl who was waiting for her dad well guess what her defense system is nobody's ever going to make me wait again yeah Right. So guess how that feeds into her husband? You know, if her husband says, I'm going to be home at four and he doesn't show up till six because he had to work late. Right. Well, so what she'll experience is the same trauma. Right. Because she'll revert to this child because the brain just associates it. And so this today, what's really happening, reality is mapped onto that, which was my old trauma. And the problem is, is that I can't move forward because I'm constantly basically trying to survive my old trauma to keep it from happening again. And so, so simply moving forward. And if you want to think about trauma from a biblical perspective, it's when I've been sinned against or something really bad happened to me. Those two things. Sometimes it's not, you know, I wasn't sinned against that I had a car wreck or something like that or, you know, but many times it's when I've been sinned against or something bad happened to me. And so what happens is what I immediately want to be my own rescuer. I immediately want to build my own defense system. I immediately want to hold I immediately want to control the world around me so that it never hurts me again. If you're a control freak, it is likely you have unresolved trauma issues. Well, I'm hoping my wife wasn't hearing that. She just heard that. <laughs> I've just been then. sitting over here the whole time kind of quiet because mm-hmm. I can't decide which side of this spectrum I go on, whether it's the receiving <laughs> trauma or causing trauma. Well, we both do, we've yeah. all done both, right? Yeah. We've all hurt people. We've all For sinned sure. against people. Yeah. And we've all been sinned against. I mean, and, and, you know, and, and, and by the way, I need to recover from both of those. Well, I recover and, from and I the sin part. against people. Well, I play a part on both sides. Of that's that, right. The, the to, to about forgiveness. Reconcile. That's right. That's, that's right. Part of the and confess my sins and all it. that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Billy Graham was probably uh, the most famous preacher of our lifetime. More people probably know Billy Graham's name as far as any preacher and anybody on the planet, I would think. Mm, for sure. Well, he's got a daughter named Ruth Graham, and she's very involved with Living Free uh, on the national stage, and she'll be at our uh, yearly conference in uh, October in Chattanooga. And but I heard her speak a couple of years ago, and Ruth Graham had been married five times. At that time, the one of the marriage had lit, lasted six weeks, and she said she could never figure out trauma causes trust issues, 
And so she could never figure out why she could never trust men. She could never put trust into them and things. And uh, so she went to all the counseling stuff, never figured out nothing. But one day somebody said, well, let's, let's talk about you and your dad. What do you mean my dad? My dad's Billy Graham, you know, the famous evangelist, great preacher. Okay, well, that's all fine, but let's tell me what you and how you and your dad's relationship was when you was a kid. And she said at that moment, something broke in her life that made her realize going back to six, seven years old, laying in bed and not crying because she wanted her daddy at home. She wanted her daddy to tuck her in, to kiss her goodnight, and daddy was out preaching and gone. She said, I knew my daddy was a special guy. My dad was this big preacher. But at seven or eight years old, I didn't care about that. I just wanted my daddy. And she said it, said it finally figured out why she could never trust men because she wasn't trusting the greatest, you know, her hero of the time and stuff. And boy, that spoke volumes to me about what the relationship of a dad and a daughter, a dad and a son, and whether that dad's at home, and a lot of her dads has been absent all their life. You know, one of the things in prisons a lot of times, and even in school, Wesley, uh, with the folks we sit down and talk to, that we find out that either mom or dad wasn't in their life for a lot of days now, both of them. And, you know, when I started this 20-something years ago, it was a common thing for a dad not to be in their life. But today, Bobby... It's just as common for mom not mm. to be there, too. Mm. But I've always said this, too. Mom and dad's just sick individuals, and they don't know what's wrong with them yet. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the line, we have to start looking for the healing process mm -hmm. and, and being able to acknowledge that, speaking out what happened to me, being able to trust somebody to, to kind of cry out for help. And at that moment, when we start acknowledging, we're opening up an opportunity to be healed. That's right. Well, I mean, there's three aspects. If you want to write them down real fast, I'll just give them to you. The, the sin has to be forgiven, so I have to deal with that. I've been sinned against, and I have to forgive the person. And, and it takes a minute to unpack what that really is, and some of you need to read books about it because it's— uh, I've in my counseling experience in 25 years, I've hardly met a single person who actually knew what forgiveness was. And and it's one of the most important things you'll ever do in healing from trauma, from from someone sinning against you. So the sin has to be forgiven, mm -hmm. and then the loss has to be grieved. In other words, what did I lose? Well, my childhood was safe, and then it wasn't. You know what I mean? And and my I, I never had a dad. He wasn't there. Or I never had a mom. She wasn't there. Or, you know, like all these different things. You lose things that you needed, you know, that God intended, that God designed the family to give you, and you lost those. And so that loss has to be grieved. It has to be suffered properly. And, and then the other piece is that Satan attends trauma with lies. Satan's a liar and the father of all lies. So like, for instance, let me give you the, the simplest and most profound one. When, I, when something happens to me, Satan tells me it was because of me. What Tommy said up front is he said, it's not your fault. But Satan tells me, well, it actually is. Because if I wasn't, you know, a pretty little girl, uh, I wouldn't have been hurt by Uncle Jimmy. If I wasn't a, you know, if I would have just been a better boy, I wouldn't have been beat half to death. I, have, I had one of my clients who was beaten so bad by his dad, he was in the hospital for nine weeks. You know, well, if I'd have been a better little boy. And so, I, and Satan lies and tells you, that you deserved it somehow, that somehow you're defective and damaged and flawed and 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 that and that what your abuse proves it, if you will. And so what God has to do is God grants forgiveness, He gives you the heart to forgive. He 
He comforts you in your grief. Blessed are those who grieve, for you'll be comforted. And then God tells you the truth. Here's the truth. You know, here's who you are. Here's who you are in me, right? And we have all these things, and and that's where shame comes in, is in that identity piece, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But those three things have to be addressed. And if they're addressed well, you will heal from the, the wound, and you'll quit trying to live out your life in this perpetual defense mechanism mode and not only heal but be be better yeah for sure become stronger and be 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 willing to help other folks we got to take our last break we're going to come back and wrap this up we're talking about trauma today Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. If you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines, Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here on Highway 72 in Corinth. Summer's come and gone, but what hasn't gone is the deals at our store. We have recliners, $1.99, lift chairs always on sale, adjustable beds on sale, mattresses on sales. Don't forget, we are your inflatable place for your fall parties, and now we're your local U-Haul dealer. Listen, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to our show this morning, Hope. And uh, we're talking about a tough subject, trauma. And if someone that's caught up or still struggling with that trauma experience in your life, you need hope. We're here today to tell you hope. And, and listen, you can go through Scripture and look at it. There's a lot of Scripture, a lot of individuals. The guy that wrote most of the New Testament, uh, Paul, was always in the midst of trauma and hurt and pain and get run out of town. He was probably the most rejected guy in the community, man. They was running him out of town all the time. There wasn't anybody more despised and rejected than our Lord Jesus. Right. You know, and beaten to where he well, wasn't recognizable and all me, those things. I'm going to give you this verse here that come out of 2 Corinthians. Paul writes this. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. He says, Indeed, we had the sentence of death within ourselves so that we would not trust in ourselves, Bobby, but in God who raises the dead. Mm. So what's that verse saying? What, what is Paul saying at that moment? Is he saying that 
There's been moments that, hey, I, I didn't want to be here. I, I, I hate being here. This 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 is he, tough. He clearly, I mean, uh, sometimes that's translated, he despaired for his own life. You know, I mean, and despaired of his life, right? It's like, and, and he, but what he said next is the great news. It's the good news is that, listen, if you if your hope is in you that you can protect yourself that you can keep yourself from being hurt again that you can do that if your hope is in you you will suffer the rest of your life but what happened with Paul with all the beatings and all the trauma and all the despair even of his own life that he suffered what he said was it taught him to put his hope in God put his trust in God and then he then he describes him this way it's he who delivered us from so great a pearl of death and will deliver us. He on whom we have set our hope and he will deliver yet deliver us. That's it. But listen here. Here comes the community. Paul says this in verse 11. You also joining and helping us through your prayers. That's it. We need the community. We need the church family. We need people in our life. Well, well and let me just say this. You remember when I said that we have an identity crisis? I need somebody to tell me the truth about me from God's perspective. I need somebody to grieve with me, right? The Bible says that we're supposed to comfort those with the comfort that we've received from the Lord. I need somebody to grieve with me. I need somebody to help me think through forgiveness and know what it really is. I need I need somebody to come around me and not tell me that the world's not wicked because it is and not tell me that I won't ever be hurt again because I will, but come around and tell me that through it all, I can grow and I can be strong and I can trust the Lord and I can forgive and I can be healed and I can believe the truth and all that kind of stuff. And those are the things that stabilize me and put my feet on a rock. And they will be a purpose that comes out of the That's pain. right. Sure. Out of the pain creates a purpose for my life. Uh, Wesley, people ask me all the time. I mean, I've been out of the drug-infested life for 24 years, and people ask, Tommy, are they something you'd change? Well, there's some things I'm ashamed of, but the things I went through created who I am today. Yeah. You know, the trauma and stuff I went through, the things I've done, really created who I am today, and that's all because of the Lord Jesus. We've talked about trauma today. Listen, we want to encourage you to reach out. Don't, don't isolate yourself. Don't be by yourself in this. You, you, you need to be in support groups. You need to be in uh, life groups in some church somewhere. You need to be the in guy, biblical counseling. The guy who sponsored the Bible app which most of you have on your phones, is a guy named Craig Greshel. We're going to be having a sermon, uh, his sermon on trauma, tonight at Living Free. And so make sure you come at 6 o'clock to Living Free, and we're going to be listening to his sermon, uh, the guy who came up with the Bible app and his church, Craig Greshel's church. He's going to be talking about trauma to help you further understand that. We invite you to come to that uh, tonight at 6 o'clock. Yeah, that's tonight at 6 o'clock. Listen, we have a group meeting on Monday night. Our friend Bobby is leading us for the next couple months, and we're just talking about life. We're talking about how to work through life problems. And, it, hey, listen, it's real. It's real stuff, real solution. We've got the only real solution we got, Wesley, is the Lord Jesus. Amen. He's the one that can turn <laughs> a, hope, a, a hurt into some hope. Well, we want to invite you again tonight there at Living Free Ministries. We'll have a, a meal catered by the dinner bell to go there after the meeting. It's an open meeting. You can come. Uh, come hear this message tonight from our friend Greg Rochelle. How did you pronounce his name, Bobby? Mm. Wrong. I, yeah. Wrong. I, I got it. I, one of us was totally wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, probably me. But listen, we're, we're thankful thankful today that we have an answer for trauma it's the lord jesus we want to pray for you now we want to pray with you uh reach out to us if you need help for whatever situation it is in okay wesley we got to pray out dr phil said we got less than a minute yep let's go to the lord in prayer lord we just thank you for the opportunities you put before us lord we know you're doing something special always we're just grateful to be part of it I ask that you uh, go with us this week. Help us just to uh, let your light shine through uh, through the opportunities you present for us, Lord. I pray you be with those that are hurting today. 
that are looking for answers, I pray that they'd find them in you. And I thank you for your son, Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen.